You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. We continue the conversation, Women in Leadership for Sustainable Growth is at the heart of the summit. It is the first Africa's Transformational Leadership Summit. It's been put together by uh, women uh, for Africa for Africa Women. And uh, this is going to be, this is the first one. It's going to be an annual summit. And uh, this month and uh, this, 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 for the two, next two days, they're discussing why growth is not happening. And the, part of the reason is that women are not the, at the center of IE economy. So all sorts of women have gathered here from corporate, from the public sector, from uh, NGOs and so on, and uh, discussing really important things here. Um, now, I'm joined this afternoon by someone from Unilever, Rochelle Hamzi. Rochelle, I didn't get your title. Good afternoon. Yes. Hi. Good afternoon. So uh, it's Rochelle Hamzi. I'm the HR director for our sales organization, Ola, which is our ice cream business and oh, food solutions. I, I know. Please, everyone. <laughs> um, we love our Ola ice cream. And I'm also the Africa Diversity and Inclusion Lead for Unilever. So why are you part of the summit? So the summit was really, really important to us. As Unilever, we have a very core purpose as a business and we believe we have a contribution to make um, for our own employees, but also to the communities around us. And I think we want to be partners. We want to partner with government, other organizations to ensure that we're driving this, the empowerment of women and inclusivity, inclusive, inclusive cultures in our world, in our, um, in our society and in our governments and in our own business. Mm. Just tell us, as a company that, that didn't wait for someone to say it's time, because you are one of those unique companies globally where your founder was always value-driven, right? This is this has been at the core of your business. And I dare say this is partly why the company has become so successful, that it wasn't profit first, it was value first, it was other things first. Profit was just a, a byproduct. I want to understand, for those who didn't have to be told, do it this way, the value that you've, you've you've gotten from that kind of mindset as a business. Absolutely. And maybe I could just uh, step back in history for a second, yes. as you said. So purpose is not a new journey for Unilever. 100 years ago, our founder, William Lever, he started making soap, low-cost soap, to actually con- uh, combat cholera and dysentery, to improve people's lives. This, obviously, as, you're, as you said, grew his business, but he really wanted to bring hygiene to millions of people. Mm. And his purpose was to make cleanliness commonplace. And I absolutely think that has held us in good stead and we continue to live by that. We believe that companies with with purpose last, which is ours, our brands with purpose grow and our people with purpose thrive. So it's a critical part of our business and it's a critical core value for us as well as the employees that we look after. And, and, and for stuff that now only companies are discussing now to say, you know, understand your communities better. This is how you're going to get value and so on. Understand how, um, you know, how sustainable what you do is to, to the betterment of other people and so on. Just how well has that served you? I think it served us well. So we kicked off our Unilever Sustainable Living Plan more than 10 years ago with our um, CEO at the time, Paul Pullman. We now have a new CEO, um, Alan Jope. And I absolutely, what we know is that brands with purpose grow. So we are brands like a Domestos, Lifeboy, Joko, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I could go on and on. Those brands see significant growth because there's a purpose behind. So we're doing good. We also are a business. So our brands are growing, which means it makes money, which means we can pay our people. But absolutely, we've seen it and it's a journey that we will continue to be on. Mm. 
the women being at the center of leadership mm. for you as Unilever, how important is that? So I think critical, and at Unilever, obviously a global imperative is um, women, um, diversity, but I think for us, what sits at the heart and why purpose is an unlock is an inclusive culture. An inclusive culture to say, as two women sitting here, we're not necessarily the same. We're driving people with purpose, so what that means is you understand you, you understand your why, and I understand me and I understand my why, and together we will understand each other as deeply as individuals, not just from an exterior perspective, and we believe that by creating this culture, we create a culture home for all of our employees, women, men, different religions, different races, etc. And this is what will bind us together um, as employees of the future. And we believe it's very sustainable. How has the business maintained that culture? So it's one thing for a founder to have an idea, right? And it was a fantastic idea. He wanted to add value to society. How does a company, 100 years on, maintain that culture? It's a great question, and I think it's in absolutely everything we do. I spoke earlier about our brands with, with purpose, and if I just look at one example of our Joko, mm. um, our Joko has partnered with um, Power, so people opposing women violence, and for every pack of Joko, hundreds that you buy, we will donate one rand. So it's firmly entrenched in the business in the business that we do. That's one example. Another example is our HR team. We, um, in 2016, we were quite troubled by the fact that we have such high unemployment in South Africa, and we know that we are unable to offer jobs to, to all of these people. But we thought, how do we change our mindset? Instead of employing people, mm -hmm. as an HR team, can yeah. we make people more employable? And so we launched our Level Up program, which is available um, on the website. What is that? So it's nine modules okay. for people to say, you know, how do you interview well? How do you do different things? So it's really about um, upskilling job seekers out in the market so that we're not, ne we're not necessarily employing them, but we're making them employable. How do you interview? What do you say? How do you write a CV? So we believe that we're able to extend our skill to a much broader group of people than we would be. Have you been able to assess how well that's done outside? Because you're not necessarily employing all these people, Correct. but you're enabling them to go out in the workplace and seek jobs. So our feedback from the people who go through the program yes. has been great, and we've touched over 300,000 sure. to date. Our ambition is uh, 1 million youths oh. across Africa, so it's a huge ambition. I think it's a great question. Yeah. I think for us it really is to assess the, the viability of the program but what we know now is those students that are going through the program, they find it really, really valuable. And they tell us that this is helping them um, in their job search. So, alongside, yeah. that, sorry, uh, uh, alongside that, I think the additional benefit that we've got is our Unilever leaders. So not just HR teams, but our leaders are actually now going out and upskilling. Mm -hmm. So for us, this is, again, it's an opportunity for our leaders to meet and greet the, the youth of our country and get some reverse mentoring. Mm -hmm. So we've absolutely seen the benefits of... Um, of this program for us as well internally and it, I think it goes along and our purpose sits at the heart of it as Unilever we want to be part of partnerships together we want to um, we have this purpose to uplift our communities our country um, together so one of the wonderful things about having an established company is that you're able to to get data that other people you know don't have you you are very connected to your customer you're very connected to your networks and so on why has it been so difficult? And this is not a direct question directed at Unilever, but mm -hmm. just from a, a, an ecosystem point of view. Why has it been so difficult to move women into leadership positions? 
That's another great question. And um, so I think from a Unilever perspective, what we certainly know is our, we aim for a balanced society. So we aim to be gender balanced, which is 50%. And that is something that we are currently um, achieving. I think what we certainly see, and it's actually what we've spoken a lot about with the different partners here at the summit, is we certainly see a drop off of women at a certain yeah. at, at a certain time of their lives and the conversation we were having here today is what are the practical things we can put in place so women don't necessarily and I'm just using women yes, which is yes. very generic maybe yes, I should say yes, working parents yes, yes. but um, what are the practical things we can put in place to allow women men to be the best parent as well as a best as a mm. best employee and one example I was just sharing with the the team here is that last week Friday my son we've um, have the, have had the second pilot of a holiday club at Unilever and my five-year-old son came with me to work and it How was just wonderful. fantastic because he got to see see where I work he comes many times he got to meet different colleagues and play with his friends and I, it's quite a small example, but actually quite significant, the impact Absolutely. on myself and other working parents to have our children there with us. So I think it's those kinds of initiatives that we need to, um, more and more practical things to help our working parents thrive in but, this world. But what you're pointing to is that we don't only see you as, as an employee, Correct. that we see the multifacets that you are as an individual. Absolutely. And, and I articulated earlier about people with purpose thrive. At Unilever, we truly want people to bring our full so exactly like you said, I'm a mom, I'm a sister, I'm an HR person, I'm, I'm all of those things and we want our employees and our teams to bring their full self to work, to understand the why, why are you here? We believe that is the unlock um, for our teams. So, I mean, it's going to be a challenging question oh, because yeah. <laughs> now the fact that you are a leader in so many ways, we will look to you to be the first to do these things. So when are we going to get to a point where even flexible working hours are not frowned upon or are not something that you know only select companies or select levels uh, maybe only senior managers are able to 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 tap into where as you said we see you as a multifaceted person and all we require uh, is output and and really not micromanage your time are you at the office or whatever when is that time coming in this country it's happening in other places but yes. when is it coming here I think it's coming and I think we're on a journey. So I think different, as you've articulated, I think different organizations are in different places. And I think it's, for me, it talks to the future of work. So if we look to the future of work, we're moving away from profit to purpose. We're moving away from hierarchies and power to networks and collaboration. As we move more into this world and the youth is coming up, the young generation of our country, I think they are going to naturally force us into a place where to get the best of every individual, we're going to have to offer more flexibility. We know the gig economy overseas is certainly growing. So people don't necessarily want to work nine to five for an organization, but they may have a unique skill. So for us, it's how do we tap into those unique skills to say work one day a week, two days a week, or, or it's project-based. So um, it's, I know you're going to say I'm not directly answering no, your no, question. No, 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 I think you, you but I think we're on a, I certainly think we're on a journey, and I think it's events like this where corporates with governments, NGOs, we get together, collaborate, um, and discuss these topics. Rochelle, uh, I mean, we've run out of time. I'm so oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending the time with us, Rochelle Ramsey. Uh, Harmsey, uh, she's from Unilever, and she's been spending the day with the ladies out here, and she's given uh, a talk as well. But thank you very, very much for your contribution, and thanks for coming. Yes, thanks so much. Let's go to the headlines now. It's 2.30, straight to our uh, studio in uh, Johannesburg.